Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you are all safe and well. We're out of lockdown, but we're in tears. Not much better, is it, to be honest? Um, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do have any time as new content. Of course, I'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Um, today's guest, um, well, he's 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 back in the you got a game on Saturday, you? FA FA Vars on Saturday, don't you? Yeah, yeah. If selected, I've been out for a little while injured, so uh Yeah. Uh, it's getting tougher season by season. Age is not on my side, but yeah, we have got a game. We're, we're <laughs> I was about to say it's hashtag Jacko in case you didn't know. So just, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So I just mentioned that. Yeah, um, but it's a sellout. I heard today. It's a sellout. That's mental. Yeah. It? Good on them. Well, to be fair, we do it. Yeah, in most places we go, we get. I mean, obviously yeah. we've got a group support. A lot of people don't buy into it, don't understand it, aren't yeah. sure what they're doing, and pour scorn on it. But um, yeah, listen. We, it can only be good for non-league football. We're enjoying it. It's great, great for us as a club and uh, the players that are involved. So we're just riding the quest of a wave, really, and uh, yeah, exactly. making the most of it while it lasts. Especially from yeah. my side, anyway. Play. I'm not getting any younger. I ain't got many years left trawling my ass around the M25. That's for sure. Well, I mean, in the league as well. At least you're sort of around. You know, it's all in the same area, isn't it? See, the Essex league in terms of yeah, the well, teams playing. I'm not an Essex boy, though. Ah. Um, I'm the other side of the M25. I actually, I'm, I'm from Slough. I, I live in Windsor, but it's uh, it couldn't be any further around the M25 no. for me. Uh, no, it's, it's the same with the London Stadium, though. That, that couldn't yeah. be any worse. I'm living in hope that Crosswell's finished sometime this lifetime. Because <laughs> um, it, it, supposedly I can get on one train and get into Stratford. That'd be great in. for you, yeah. Get on at Slough. And yeah, yeah. Straight in, isn't it? Supposedly 45 to 50 minutes, but it's going to cost about another 15 billion pounds in another 25 years. We're probably yeah. a move rooms twice by then. Let's hope. Probably would have. We're happy at the moment. But, uh, and obviously, yeah. hashtag a riding high in the league as well, aren't they? I just, yeah, top yeah. the league. Doing yeah, well. yeah. We, should, we should, in all honesty, they won't thank me for saying it, but we should get promoted. We've got a good side, um, yeah. better than the level we're at. So we should get promoted this season. We should have been promoted last year. The, um, the results from our league were 
were expunged, so the uh, the season never existed. So yeah. we would have won the we would have won the Essex Senior last year and gone up. Um, so yeah, hopefully we're doing the job this year, and then um, I can finally nail my boots to the wall and and give it up and really ride ride off into the sunset. Ride off into yeah. the sunset. <laughs> yeah, getting harder, getting harder, and harder. Luckily, mate. But you, you know, you had your, you had your, you know, you had your your time in the BBC, didn't you? Like the in the beginning of the season, that was good as well. It was amazing, wasn't it, that journey? Um, yeah, I mean, the point. whole thing from start to finish. I mean, my um, my history, I played in non-league football. Yeah, and um, I kind of paid my dues, and all of a sudden, ended up at, ended up at hashtag playing at, at Wembley. Um, we played at Old Trafford, the Emirates, uh, Sellers Park. We've been all over the place, toured America. It's been great. It's been it's been, it's been great fun. Uh, it's a lot more from what where we started in the early days, where it was just a bit of a kickabout with mates. Yeah, uh, being filmed now, it's a lot more serious, and you've got to put a lot more in. And mm. I um, I can't commit as much for much longer as as I do. Obviously, the mind's not put in. So yeah, yeah those, those days are slowly ending. As is, I mean, I've been doing soccer AM for a couple of years now as yeah. well, and that's, yeah. that's kind of yeah, I can't do everything. It's uh, it's too yeah. much. So. And I'm a season ticket holder as that's well. That's what I mean. Really. And more importantly than that, season yeah. ticket holder, Jacko. And that's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, which, to be to be honest with you, I've quite enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I've had, I've had a, I never got the chance to have one when I was at, when I was at Upton Park. Uh, yeah. I went a lot when I was a young lad in my 14s, 15s. I used to stand in the North Bank. I used to go week in, week out for a couple yeah. of seasons. Um, but I never had a season ticket up until mm. we moved to the London Stadium. So, I was... Oh, the jury's still out for me. I still don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Look, there's there's some there's there's days where I absolutely loathe it, and days where I think, you know what, this could work. I was full yeah. of optimism when we moved, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I still don't know. I think if the team perform well, then the stadium's the last thing people talk about, and that's when <sighs> they haven't performed well. You know, now now obviously now we've got Moise Moise Um Yeah, someone said to me. Like, Early days, someone said to me about Arsenal and when they moved that yeah. um, you've got to kind of create memories again and create history, mm. and, and that it's very true. When we moved yeah. in there, because we had no attachment and no history, and we no. all still missed Upton Park, um, we have to kind of create those memories. We have to be a little bit patient. Don't mm. get me wrong, the football was crap when we first started, and it didn't yeah. help. Um, no. It put everyone on the back foot. We all know about the the promises and the lies. And um, listen, that now all of a sudden we're turning the corner. We're winning games that we'd normally get beaten, um, albeit after the other night's game against uh, against Villa, it wasn't pretty. But no. they were games. They were games we'd have lost without yeah, a doubt. Easily. Mm. Um, so fingers crossed, we're turning the corner. Yeah. I, I would expect us to be fifth this <laughs> this period in the season, especially with the run of games in the early doors. So exactly, it's mental, isn't it? it? Could be third. Could be third if we beat United. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna th- <laughs> listen. I- after after Villa equalised, after Greenwich equalised, and we were on the back foot the other night. There's no yeah. winning that game. So, better dream, I suppose. Better yeah, dream. you got a dream. I mean, I remember we were. Do you remember there was like it was a big period of about three or four years where, you know, it was like oh, if we win, we get to seventh. We get mm. to seventh, and we always choked, and we always choked. So, uh, as you said, it's winning, winning unpretty. Something that West Ham isn't good at. You know, we we lose. We play badly, or we play badly and get trounced, or we play really well and still lose. And the luck seems to be on our side a little bit. You make your own luck, I think, in this game, as you must know. Yeah. And um, before the other night, there's been some great performances. I mean, yeah. they, they, yeah. they, all of a sudden, they're playing some really good stuff. We look mm. good going forward. We look relatively solid at the back. I'm, I'm not, I'm not convinced on Balbuena, but mm. I think if you're winning, then you've got to stick with it. 
Sure. Um, and we haven't got a massive amount of personal at the back. Let's, let's be frank. I mean, no. if, if something happened to either them, Oggy or Diop, then we're, we're in bang in trouble. So, yeah, I, 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 the future looks reasonably bright. Um, yeah. Ben Rama are coming first 45 the other night. You fancy him to, to hopefully mm. push on. Um, it's going to be a big learning curve, it's a big difference from the championship. Yeah, definitely, but this is, I, I'm, I'm more excited now than I was after yeah. Newcastle, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely very the worst yeah no and it, it is i think you're right and 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 to be fair to be fair to moisey it took some balls to do what he did on you know second half time flicking it back after winning all those games and grinding yeah. i mean even tottenham he didn't even change the team in top you know 80 minutes gone before he made any subs but yeah it was ballsy and it worked and yeah i like and it, it i like it in fact he did it that's that's to be honest. That's been his, one of his biggest criticisms and one yes. of the biggest issues is is his, mm. his substitutions um, are, are quite often three minutes to go uh, yeah. or and, and not changing a game. And I think to be honest, he looked as frustrated as I think as we all mm. felt watching the game the other night because yeah. it was we scored and then just sat back and then gradually fell apart. Mm. And uh, reading on all the comments on Twitter at half time, it, it was the, the the move that everybody thought he needed to make. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We, we we didn't exactly improve. I know we scored no. straight away through Ben yeah. Barber and obviously Jared Bowen, but we didn't really improve. Um, no. But at least he, he rolled the dice, which is yeah. what you should be doing at home in a game yeah. like that. Yeah. Have, have a go, have a go. And um, he's changed my opinion. He's changed. I, I was very underwhelmed, as I'm sure a few people were, when he was appointed. Yeah. Um, but what do you do? He's he's a stabiliser, really, isn't he? He comes yeah. in... He, he gets them well organized. Mm. Um, I like their passion as well. It's yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, after Pellegrini, who's a little bit limp, shall we yeah. say? Um, to see the fact that the backroom staff are, are getting Kick booked, <laughs> you know what? It, and because I was there, this is what happened. This is what happened. A bit, a bit of an exclusive, right? Cool. It, say proper kick, it was proper kicking off, and obviously. Because all the journos can hear it as well. And I was talking to a few of them at, at half time and they'd say, Oh yeah, did you hear what he said? He called him a effing brick and stuff like that. Yeah, I know he did. But apparently uh, JT offered out our new sports psychologist, uh, that David Billows. He looks a bit the like a young booked. version. Yeah. The one yeah. he got booked, he was just standing still. Yep, I'm getting booked. He offered him out at half time in the he said, Do you wanna we'll have a fight in the in the tunnel? And he, yeah, any day, mate, any day. I was like, fair play. But I like it. We're not a pushover anymore now. Do you know what I mean? No. And I, you could see from the, the the footage on TV, Nolan was fuming. Yeah. Um, obviously, Moyes had to be a bit of a devil's advocate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the one that all the, all the cameras are focused on. Yeah. See, and that's what they've got. They've got. You can see it at the end of a game now. They've got a, yeah. a real togetherness. Yeah. And, um, I kind of allude to that in my uh, my eleven later. Um, yeah. And that's that's what I can't argue with. That I was brought no. up with. Dross, West Ham being absolute dross, week in, week out. And and all you want all we want is that you want a team that graphs, that cares, yeah. that, that wants to put on the shirt. No mercenaries, no fly by nights, no pop in and see you later and nick the cut the million. Yeah. You, you, you that's sure it's the same with most clubs. All supporters want to see is people trying. And um, yeah. at the moment they've got it. They've got they've got a yeah. bit of um, a fight, a bit of belief, and, and the points kind of come with that. Yeah. It's true. It's, as you said, you might. I think you make your own luck, and and you know, yeah, we've been we've been lucky, but I just think we, we're in a position where we do. You know, when you're playing well, you, the luck does go your way, your way. You know, because yeah. you're the. And so, 
I just think it, I just think what I like to say, and I've I've mentioned it a few times before on videos where you know when like players come into a, you know, a club and the first thing they say is, Oh, why why did you come? Why did you come to you know Liverpool? Oh, because of the manager, he has got a he's got a project and I want to be part of this project. And 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 it's like, no, no, not the two hundred grand or whatever you're on, but um yeah, yeah. he said, I want to be a project. And then this is the first time I can see for a long time that there's a game plan. And a project, and you can see things being built. You know, he's bringing in hard-working players, not the Pellegrini fancy dad. You know, it didn't really work with Pellegrini, I don't no. think. Um, the team just, we are, yeah. the team we are now, it, it kind of shows up those players. So yeah, there's, there's no two ways about it. I a few of them I'd love to have done well. Felipe Anderson, I, yeah. I prayed he would be the the flamboyant Brazilian we all we yeah. all But the fact of the matter is. We can't we can't afford to have ten players that work their nuts no. off and an Anderson in the side. You can't afford yeah. to have where we're standing. Yeah. We're not Arsenal. We're not Chelsea. We can't have those players, and and, no. and they, st- they stick out. Um, four nails. I, it drives me absolutely mental every week. But he's got a great work ethic, and I can see yeah. why he plays him because he covers yeah. so much ground. And for yeah. them, them, them two or three passes every week that he loses. He will cover. He will cover ground and, and make it yeah. up. And, and in that shape, it works. So yeah. you, you can live with it. Um, similarly, obviously, Alaire sticks out a bit because he's yeah. a bit. He's a bit of a plodder. Yeah. I, I fancy him with if he had half of Mikey Antonio's chances. I'd fancy him to score nine out of ten, where Antonio yeah. would yeah. six out of ten. He's yeah, a strong, yeah. but yeah. in the system we're playing, it fits Mikey well because he works his yeah. nuts off. Whereas. Yeah. Alair kind of bit of the Berbatovs about him, and there he likes to stroll. Good shout, yeah, good shout. It's a good shout, and he came alive a bit, I think, when when they played, went to sort of Barami and Brahma and um, and, and Bowen sort of that up with him, you know. And he's there's a there is a player there, there is a player I there, isn't it? I don't doubt it. You don't. Yeah. He's got a good rep. He was a lot yeah. of money when he first come to us. Um, then first couple of games, he did bang to Watford, didn't he away? Yeah. yeah. Um, he looked a player, and you look at him and go, "Fuck me, we, we could be all right here. This, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this could be us." Um, and then he slowly drifted off. I don't doubt it takes a while to adapt to the English game, but he's a sure. unit, he's a unit of a geezer. If you if you mm. set up your team to, to play to his strengths, yeah. slinging the ball in the box, he'll score goals. Um, but as I say, the way the way we're set now, we're a team of grafters. Uh, we're a, a, a strong workhorse, workman-like team, and. I'm not sure you can carry them them players that don't don't no no you can't no no you can't but it's it, as i said it's 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 going in the right direction which is the, yeah. the first time for a long time that it's gone in the right direction and as a west ham fan you know people got to enjoy it rather than wait for the fall because you know it's coming we know we're going to lose three nil to burnley or sheffield united will turn us over at our but we know that's coming so yeah. That happens to all teams now in the Premier League. I mean, you've got to look yeah, at that. Yeah, good point. My, my, I, I spoke with, I went around my mum and dad's on uh, on Tuesday, it was, and, and we were kind of dissecting things. And we were sat around the table and we actually had to take stock because we were moaning about Villa. I was beating Villa on a Monday night 2-1 and going fifth. And I we know, were sat yeah. around the table still picking it apart, moaning. I said, we, we've got to have a look at ourselves. <laughs> we, we've come a long way from, uh, from where we was a season ago. Oh, so true. Um, so well, listen, if we're moaning about beating Villa and going 2-1 and uh, going 15, I'll take it all day long. Yeah, I'll take that too, man. What's... 
Don't worry, I'm back in. I'm back in. God, yeah, what happened there? God, what happened there? Jeez. Hornchurch must have had a power cut. Right. Anyway, <laughs> didn't put didn't pay the meter, that was it. Um anyway, the first question I was going to ask, 14 minutes in, um, Jacko, was was, was why aren't you you know, you spoke about, you know, going around your dads and talking about West Ham and stuff. Why are you a West Ham fan, man? What's your story? It's, it, yes, it's Dan and me old man. And yeah. um, I've, never, I've never never, let him live it down, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my two choices, really, my granddad was staunch Watford, uh, which, yeah. don't get me wrong, he did get rid of shirt and I was paraded about in it when I was five years old. So I can't, I can never get away from that. That photo's out there, I'm afraid. But um, <laughs> my, first, my first game was... Uh, was Liverpool at home, 86 it was. Um, it was one of the first games of the season, the 86, 87 season. So the, the, yeah. the season after the, the glory. <laughs> well, that's it. That's why I'm, I'm a beaten man. I should be six yeah. foot eight. I lost about eight inches. <laughs> going to Upton Park. Um, oh, it, it, I, remember, I remember it vividly. I, what I was sucked into was... And I've been to, even in my younger days, I've been to a lot of football grounds. With um, yeah. Upton Park, it was the closeness to the pitch. I remember it vividly. Like we, um, Funny enough, my first game, I sat in the, the West Lower, would have been right underneath where you used to spin your records, wouldn't it? Isn't that? Yeah. In that corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. It used to be... There used to be like a little police box, I think, in that corner. We used to it did, yes, yeah, so that, yeah. That's where we used to be. And then, and then, I, and then, I, I, I proper started when we went. I was a little bit like a little bit <laughs> about ten, about fifteen years later when we went up into the Rio stand when that when yeah. that, they moved that everything up. But yes, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Yeah, it used to be like a little place. I'm sure it was a yeah, place yeah. Box. They used to just keep an eye on the South Banks. We we were yes. beneath that. Uh, the, the usual, the old man, about five of his mates, about four kids. Pulled in the back of a transit on a Saturday, drove through London to the game. We used to get kicked out outside the the bowling, pack of crisps yeah. and a can of coke for three hours um, <laughs> before we actually went to the game, pulled out of our brains. But yeah, I remember I remember vividly being so close to the pitch, the noise was unreal, and mm. uh, we got beat five two that day. Um, and I, it, it was it, it was a proper Liverpool team back then as well. I remember Ian yeah. Rush back to the cup. I think John Aldridge oh, wow. as well. And um, but yeah, I was I was sucked in. Um, I, a few weeks later, I did go with my granddad to the away game at Vicarage Road as well. When we drew two all, and uh, and similarly, we weren't great that day either. <laughs> but they had uh, they had Barnes and Blissett. But oh, wow. I just I just remember Watford was great, a great atmosphere. But I remember going to to Upton Park and being just you kind of used to get sucked into it. Mm. It was so loud, so leery. Mm. Um, when we weren't in the West West End, we was in the we used to stand in the South Bank, and the old man used to push me and the other kids to the front, right behind the goal, and you just sucked into the atmosphere. It, it was electric, um, especially as a kid. Uh, midweek games, well, I remember going to midweek games, and it it, used, it it was a magic place for me as a kid. It was a magic place, Upton Park. I remember um, the excitement of going to the shitty old mm. club shop that was uh, the the just, yeah. It, 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 looking back, I mean. It was it was horrendous. Uh, we could never do social distancing in there, I tell you, man. No, you and it was and it was all tat as well, absolute tat. I remember. And it was in yeah. like this glass. If I remember, it was like a glass thing. You had all the shirts behind you, which you never get. You never, you could never buy one because you couldn't get to the front. And you had this glass thing with all like the crappy stickers 
and yeah. cufflings. Yeah. Oh, can I have a look at that sticker? Yeah, it's fifty p. Now you're all right, mate. Thank you. <laughs> like fucking ridiculous, weren't yeah. it? Ridiculous. It was but it, it, same thing used to excite me is to go in there, yeah. grab any crap I could, key rings, stickers, yeah. uh, photos of whatever play I wasn't being chosen at that time because all the rest would be sold out. Yeah, random pictures <laughs> of Paul Brush or whatever, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 the whole thing that um, uh, the same thing we all got sucked into as kids, really. Yeah. The whole the whole football vibe, and then you know yourself. Once once you once West Ham's got his claws in, you know that's it. There's there's no yeah. other way. To go. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a poison chalice ever since. Yeah, it's like when those finger, you know, those when those Chinese finger things that you put your finger in, and uh, and you, the more you struggle, the tighter it gets. It's just like. Someone's going to use it as a meme now. Well, I don't know why I've just done that, but yeah, um, but yeah, but it's true, isn't it? It's just like it just pulls you in, and it's just like without realizing, it just gets into your, you know, into your your life, your clothes, and you blink, and it's like thirty years on. You're like, where the yeah. hell did that go? It's like the other day, someone put on Facebook this game. It was like West Ham v Oxford. It was like um, I I didn't start till about ninety two the season. I started going and it was my first game that was like 28 years ago like last saturday and i was yeah. like where did that time go you know what i mean it's like god we was I there that day. i went to that game absolutely pissing down was it pissing it, it down five three eleven i think there's about eleven thousand there so that's why we got a ticket and oxford united scored after about 30 seconds and yeah. um remember my, my granddad got rest his soul turned to me and went get used to this you've got a lifetime yeah, and i was like oh, yeah. Downhill from here, boy. <laughs> yeah exactly all down here we sat in the ch- sat in the east stand yeah we had we had a seat and everything but yeah it was uh oh yeah but you, you, you memories in it it's just all memories it's not yeah, the, it's the memories I, listen I've, I've done the same to my boy i've been dragging him along he, he loves it now he's a season ticket older than me and um yeah he's turning 18 next year and he kind of had the 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 real high of like the, the pirate season when we left when we left yeah. up and I, I said to him, well, you better cherish this because yeah, 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 yeah. It don't get much better, and it, it was a good season by by anyone yeah. other standard. It was it was it was probably a mediocre season, but to us, so many kind of things fell into place that it, yeah. it kind of it felt like we were going in the right direction. Yeah. It did, albeit, didn't it? Yeah, albeit for a, a few rosy months, and then it all come crashing down again. But yeah, yeah that's West Ham. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> Going back to being a kid, like I, I was, obviously I said I, I live quite a way away, but yeah. I used to, even midweek games, when I was 13, 14, I had a group of lads that I used to stand in the North Bank. I only met them through going to West Ham week in, week out, because I, I had no mates the same age that were A, going to West Ham every week, or B, allowed yeah. to travel. So yeah. um, I was lucky enough that my parents trusted me, and I was, I was a Neanderthal at, at 13. I was six foot three. So wow. um, they, they used to let me just travel, travel to the games. I mean, I used to get. I remember. Uh, I remember Lee Chapman scoring. I think in the hundred nineteenth minute from a Dale Gordon cross against Notts County in the League Cup. And I, I think I'd. Uh, I'd school the next day. I got back to Slough Station about quarter one in the morning. I'd. I'd school the next morning. But it. It just. It sucked me in, and I love everything about it, and everything about the club. I love the social. Yeah. I love being part of it, and 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 I was scared as a kid. I remember, especially through my teens, I was scared to miss a game because, not that you ever influenced anything, but. There was nothing like being there on a Saturday afternoon watching watching West Ham, watching West Ham at Upton yeah. Park, especially. So, yeah, it's ingrained in you. I think once once you're sucked in, you're finished. Yeah, it's, it's true. All, it's, it's, true. All pain. it's all pain and tears. It is. And I think that's why we enjoy it. That's why, you know, 
it's important to i think i think it's good character building for, for for young kids and stuff who become fans because it shows you can't get everything in life um but when you get something that's yeah when you get something good hold on there's, to a, it. there's a lot easier rides out there than west Ham. that's for there sure is, there is there is there's a lot but, easier uh, to choose <laughs> yeah god how many kids are like you know now like oh why can't i just support liverpool or something like that? i think no, i went crazy. through that stage i think there was a stage where i was like oh do you know what not not like i could ever change but it's like all my mates liverpool fans you know it's like mm, it's, yeah. a generation, it's a generation yeah. thing as well and and it depends what type of person you are like i've got loads of mates over this way obviously slough being quite a chelsea area there's a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. loads of top them over here um qpr it's funny because there was a generation of qpr supporters because obviously in the 90s they were a top level team and doing really well but yeah it's funny how these things die off completely isn't it? yeah you don't get no QPR. I don't. I don't know of any QPR fans, new QPR fans around this way. No. People bringing their kids anymore because it's not a not a fashionable thing, I suppose. But it's a shame to see clubs like that unsupported. The old, yeah. the old second second teams. They uh, people refer to us as stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've got a feeling we're yeah. going to start. We're going to get that mantle back again soon. I just nah, got that feeling. I don't want it. I don't want to be anybody else's second team. Nah, you're right. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just it's a way of life, isn't it? We're in a West Ham fan. I think we're yeah. a very unique bunch of fans, and you know, and it's not about the football. It's about the about the community. And it's I mean, it's great that you know that on Saturday, two thousand are going to be back. Brilliant. But, but um, as well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think we ever get the plaudits we deserve as well. We travel really well. Yes. Um, yeah. I know, I know people seem to have this, other fans have this misconception about us, but we're very well supported yeah. by, by some proper diehards who really care about this club. And people seem to think it's, it's us spitting our dummies out a lot of the time, but um, they don't understand the, the, the plight that we, uh, we've it's been true, through yeah. the things the things that we anticipated and expected and and it's a massive thing losing your hope that we we all were part of it's a mm. part of our life a part of our fabric it's really it's a massive thing to lose that and uh yeah when you when you're expecting on one end to to have to deal with a bereavement of it but we're going to get this and when this doesn't materialize then um yeah i think we've been given a really really bad rep for um, no apparent reason we're yeah we're a well-supported team and, and oh good, yeah well good true supporters that um mm. that want the best for this club yeah i definitely i totally agree totally agree and doing this doing this channel you meet loads of them all over the world you know and it's yeah it, it's it's opened my eyes to just how big our fan base is you know what i mean I, I mean maybe i was a little bit naive to it um because i just sit in my box really and i can't really it's soundproof they can't really see if i call but um you know when it's like you're chatting to guys in hong kong and india and australia and all the way across the states all over the place it's yeah. a it's a massive club and it's like you know i can understand when people are like you know from like Hong church or essex or you know like, they support west Ham. but you go to some places and guys in like fresno california Mm. Why the fuck do you pick Matt? You know, he's like, oh, because mm. you know, I was like watching it, and they they look quite cool. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. 
Fucking hell, man! Like your your brief, your definition of what cool is is needs to be referred to. But yeah, no, it's because I mean I can see a lot of that. You know, Philadelphia. We've got a lot of fans in Philly and and New York because like it's like a blue collar club, you know, as they would say, and it's like you know working club, working man club, and yeah, I get it, I get it. And I've touched on before, really, like with our support with our fan base, people go on and and kind of rip the piss about the West End way, but. I, can't, I get what people are saying. There is no West Ham way, but there is a West Ham way. There is a West Ham way. We, we, it's not always about the football. It's about yeah. giving a shit. It's about turning yeah. out, putting a shirt on and giving a shit for West Ham, yeah. about West Ham. Definitely. And that's 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 more the West Ham way. People going about, there is no West Ham. There is a West Ham way. Turn yeah. up and care. Turn up turn up and want to play for us and we'll give back to you. We'll yeah. support you. If, if we see you're shrugging your shoulders for 90 minutes, you ain't going to, you're not going to get any no, love. No, 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 Yeah, that's, right. We want, we want, we want, we, we, we'd love to have a, a good football inside, but that comes second to, to going out there and, and giving 100% if it are grafting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's the thing. I mean, it's not, you know, if you're trying, if you're having a go, I mean, you know, Ian Dowie, for example, you know, it wasn't, never gifted. Never no. going to be, you know, top goals, but he would run all day, run into that corner, and we'd we'd appreciate the effort. We, we, not his fault if it's not technical enough, but it doesn't matter. He had a go. But but that's at the end of the day, that's that's our limits. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Ian Dowie, uh, but we've had we've had hundreds of Ian Dowies over the years. Yeah, that, that, that supporters have got behind. Um, yeah, we've had plenty of them. You talk about centre forwards, the likes of Mike Small. Was, oh was, yeah. Was, was 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 nowhere near a technical striker, but worked it worked tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's been plenty of them, plenty plenty of players like that that were not were not multi million pound players. Yeah, but they wanted to play, and uh, especially especially I felt it more in the early days. Well, my early days of, of watching yeah. West. Ham. Yeah. Um, it's about getting a, a side that want to be there and want to play together. The more you go into the money aspect, that's when you get the technical players that, are, at the end of the day, are out of our league that we can't afford, and it'll be a few years and a, a new regime before we can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Anyway, we'll, we'll, let's go on and talk about your eleven. So, obviously, everyone we have on the channel, um, they have to give their hammers eleven. Apart from three people haven't given their hammers eleven. Um, apart from that, um, and you know, and one of them had a good reason; the other two didn't. You know, but it doesn't matter. Um, and I think because one of them was Ian Bishop, so I just let him do it because I love Bishop. But he was fair enough. Um, and and so the only the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. Um, the reason I put that in is so not everyone picks, you know, the same team. Because everyone would be if you see what's your great greatest team, or whatever. But you can pick whatever whatever criteria you want, Jacko. It doesn't really matter. The only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. That's it. That is the only rule. Simple. I mean, I was unstarted. I was unsure about a go, and I've kind of gone on the route that I've talked about. Really, is yeah, it's just players that have been outstanding and flair play. It was more players that I have have always been felt are very reliable as West Ham yes. West Ham men. Crafters, uh, yeah, not not necessarily the best in that position I've ever seen, no. but players that when I saw their, their names on the team sheet, you never had a. Oh God! Not you don't have to worry about them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, <laughs> first and foremost, in my in my personal opinion, lifetime yeah. in my lifetime watching West Ham um, would be Ludo. 
Yeah. Um, probably underrated. Probably massively underrated. Um, I think so, yeah. He, he was superb for us. Uh, and I, I don't mm. know if he'd have had as good a time or, or played as well at any other club. It, it, it was a perfect fit, really, mm. in um i'm sure i was on the north bank the day that soppy song was invented because i remember one lad singing my name is mcclosco i come from near moscow i remember it vividly in the in the late 90s um and everyone kind of poor scorn on him and here we are 25 years 25 years later and it's uh it's gone down in folklore it's still going in it still goes the away games in it official song which is ridiculous back in the day obviously it was just the monotonous Ludo. Ludo, yeah, Ludo. but yeah, Ludo, Ludo was superb for us. Um, the games that stick in my mind are the Man United games where he kind of single-handedly crippled their their league seasons, which was, which was always a pleasure. But yeah, yeah. great for the club. Um, and as I say, he just fitted the West Ham mould. He, he seemed to want to be at the club, and obviously we wanted him because he was a great servant for us. Yeah, yeah, he's just a fantastic and a lovely bloke off the pitch as well yeah they, I've never, they, had the never had the pleasure yeah uh, he's we'll get him on eventually he's, he's always like really shy the fact that he doesn't his english isn't good but it is very good but um i think he's just a, we've been here forever really well i think so i think yeah but it's like any and, he, and, he's, and his kids used to go chigwell and stuff and and uh we used to play against him and but yeah no he's a, a nice bloke lovely bloke and uh he used to, I swear, I, I swear he once introduced himself to me, I think, when I was very, very young. And someone asked, and, and he shook, and it wasn't me, but the guy next to him, he shook his hand. He says, I'm from, I'm Ludo. I don't come from near Moscow. That's what he <laughs> said to him. It's like, uh, fair enough. You know, even but as, I, hope, I hope that, that carries on that story. Yeah. Cause... Oh, definitely. And also, I mean, you know, when we had Tony Gale, when we talked about it, he went, yeah, but he wouldn't have the same ring. You know, I'm well, Ludo, the I come from near Prague. I, I remember it vividly the lad singing it and we all said i went to moscow but it works it, it works. works it rhymes yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter when it's in the song right okay we'll put ludo in who's next yeah. then Jacko? uh steve potts oh so one of probably in my lifetime one of the greatest servants to the club um underrated understated was was a, was a, a stalwart week in week out but would nearly never get a mention um, because he just done his job. He went about his business um, and he was superb. He was superb. Never the, obviously the tallest. I don't, I don't know how tall he was. He looked tiny on the Five, pitch. seven, I think. Five, seven. Yeah. He was. yeah. yeah little fella. But, um, Taller than me, but the man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we can't all be over six it's foot. Jack, easy, isn't it? It's easy. <laughs> but, um, just a, a great, and one of them players, that, so dependable. Yeah. Um, and a, and a massive club man that you you get rarely nowadays um so yeah it, 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 one that I, I think people will probably overlook for for numerous others um mm. but yeah steve potts for me um was was immense week yeah. in week and one of them you, you never had to mention him because you knew he'd do a job yeah i know what you mean yeah always a, always a seven yeah well, well that's so it that's uh, yeah if not more and it, it, it's mm. totally totally understated and underrated um but yeah a, a, a proper legend for me steve potts definitely we did a we did a show of, about him the other day a couple of weeks ago and we had um some of his old schoolmates send him through some some pics from when he when he was at school from dagenham and it was just hilarious because he was like one of the tallest um, oh really 
you obviously like got there and just stopped you know bless it. But, yeah going backwards and obviously you're part of the coaching staff under 23s perfect you know it's great to have young those sort of old experienced west ham pros in the setup now and they see i think there's one i think when we had zavon he said every year group there's a west ham pro in there now yeah. next pro, which is perfect exactly what we want yeah and that kind of comes back to like what i'm saying about these players is that they've stuck around the club a lot of them yeah yeah, yeah coming on to look the likes of Lulo and, and, and Potsy have, have stuck with the club and the club have kind of recognised them as, as the the true West Ham servants that they were, which is which is good. Yeah, exactly. That's, that doesn't happen enough. No, I definitely um, agree. Right, so Potsy's in. Who's next, man? Uh, James Collins. Oh, I like this team already. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, again, there's, there's been plenty come and gone centre-halves, but yeah, um, the fact that he went and come a went away come back um the level we got out of him it, again it, it just seemed a good fit for west ham and, and for for ginge it just seemed to work um scored some cracking goals for us we, the, the, at the tail end of his career was was probably some of his best performances in a west ham shirt definitely um, and it was nice it was it was fitting some of the tributes that were paid to him like i think it was at Sellers park when it where they kind of they cheered him off the pitch. He was the one of the last off the pitch one ginger Pele. and um the rapport he had with the supporters, um, it'll go down and definitely for me, as as again one of, one of the, the West Ham greats. Um it'd probably be overlooked by a lot of others that we've had that are higher profile, but um just superb. Again, week in, week out, you knew what you get. 100% every week, throwing his body in there and, and gave a shit. And that's what you want. You want someone who gives a shit. And um, he'd be up there for me, without a doubt, Ginge. And as a goalie, that's what you want as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, so guy in front of you. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's just a true defender. Just go and defend it. Head it, kick it. Don't do anything that you can't do. Although, to be fair, he scored some bangers for us. Yeah, he must have a little bit in the locker, but um, I think they all do. I think they all do. Do you know what I mean? They have it in the locker and they just put it out like once a season yeah. and just go, Yeah, anyway, back to it. Back to kicking. Yeah, games, we've had a few then that scored some. I mean, Anton Ferdinand, yeah, Anton, I say Anton for the Fulham game, yeah. Um, Winston Reid banged a couple of, of yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, as well. So we've had a few center arrives that can do it, but yeah, just defend. And that's why Gene sticks out to me because that was a, he was a true old school. Mm. Out, out defender yeah um another one which is quite a old school out and out defender ray stewart for me nice. yeah, yeah, yeah um i remember as a kid watching he, he was obviously in the eight the team in the 80s um tonka wasn't it? i believe his nickname yeah, was. Tom, yeah. And, um, the, the, the the penalties were just mm. a different level um yeah. and Again, someone that just kind of never kind of got the plaudits I thought he deserved. Um, mm. Maybe it was because I was a young lad and didn't realise he was Scottish because I always wondered why he'd never played for England. <laughs> but I always thought he was good enough. It makes sense for the name of Ray Stewart. But yeah, um, yeah he, he, he was always quality. I always, uh, always seemed to be in amongst things. Things were always happening. And uh, yeah, he sticks out for me, Ray Stewart. Again, yeah. They're all of a similar mould, these players. Like I say, they're, they're all... Um, they wouldn't they're be, solid, aren't they? They're all solid, they aren't they? Most, solid. most people's West Ham teams. But for me, it's, it's, I say it's more about players that 
always, I always felt wanted to play for the club, wanted they to play for the shirt, yeah. and, um, and gave everything they had week in, week out. And might not have been the best, but always, always wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, so alongside him, another penalty taker, obviously Julian Dix. Yeah. Been, yeah. Um, a, a one of a kind, a complete one off. Um, we well, he kind of dragged us along for a couple of seasons when we, when, when we were hopeless, really. Yeah, um, I know he went off and had his little jaunt with uh, with Liverpool. Yeah, it's high, it's high. Um, I hope he got well paid for, but I mean, I think that that kind of proved I know he'd done that, he's done it right there, but it kind of proved that we was a club for him, he was the, the player for us. Yeah, yeah, it's worked. And, um, I remember in some of the dark days when we re- really were bad that he was pretty much the only shining light. True. And that means a left back. <laughs> yeah, I know it's mental, isn't it? How he could galvanise a team from left back, you know, not a very yeah. glamorous position. Not just a team of crowd. He could glam- yeah. You know, he could, um, just, yeah. You need sometimes uh, with a club like us, you need a catalyst. You need yeah. someone to go go and put do something and put something in and, and yeah. tread on John, tread on John Spencer's head, but you need you need something to happen. Yeah, and um, that was Julian Dix all over. Out, out, out of nothing, out of nowhere, you'd be toddling along nil nil, and he'd go and put someone in a chicken run, and, and it'd be the catalyst for, yeah. for us to kick on. Yeah. And um, yeah, probably out of the the back four I've named, probably one of the more decorated West Ham greats. But yeah. um, I don't think I'd struggle to leave Julian Dix out. Personally. No, no, no. And, and you said about the penalties and him and him and Tonka. I mean, that's something of the modern game now that no one just twats it anymore, does he? I mean, as a goalkeeper, even more so, you know, they tend to place him now. I think I'll do a Lookman and oh, yeah, without going off piece. I mean, that's that's a rule they have to change the, the run up because, yeah. um, I think it was, was it in the 90s, John Aldridge, I think, started it, used to run up to the ball, stop, yeah. and go again, and they outlawed it. But now, some yeah. of these run ups, it should be they should be limited to. Four steps, four strides, yeah, X amount of seconds. Fucking embarrassing what they're trying to do now. Stutters, stop, wait for the goalkeeper to go. Because I mean, they're stopping the goalkeeper like getting off the line, but then they seem to not like fucking um, Fernandez, you know, Bruno Fernandez. His penalty run ups ridiculous. You know, he literally is slowing down to a point where he's almost still, but he's. It should be one. It should be one continuous movement throughout. They shouldn't. It's an advantage. A penalty is an advantage anyway. A player yeah. shouldn't miss a penalty. A player yeah, shouldn't yeah. miss a penalty. That's it. Um, yeah. But now, now they're kind of putting all the onus on the goalkeeper now to yeah. you can't move, you can't come off your line, you can't do this. Um, they're looking for encroachment. Yet, yet the, the striker whoever's taking the penalty can take eighteen steps in a run up, jig left, jig right, do a spin. It just doesn't make sense. Just yeah. walk up the ball and take the penalty. And it's well, well, I mean, we've been the beneficiaries of it, so I'm not going to knock it. But I mean, trying to dink a penalty in the last minute, the Fulham game the other week, brave or stupid. But as I say, we've been the beneficiaries of two missed penalties in the last couple of games, so I'm not going to. Oh, he's done all right, yeah. It's that same, 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 uh, same goal as well. I think it's cursed. I'm, I'm enjoying that, but it's all good, yeah. With no little strokes in my way, I don't mind. <laughs> yes, if he gets on the pitch, you know, no, yeah. Right, go on, let's crack on. Go on, Jacko. Who's next, uh, man? Moving to midfielder again. Saints, which we're, we're looking at very similar mould here. George Paris. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, in that, that team in the 80s that I grew up watching, um, I kind of 
he was one of, a bit of an idol, really, George Paris. Yeah. If, if I ever had didn't have two left feet and could have played on pitch, I'd like to have been a George Paris. Covered loads sure. of ground, yeah. Swing tackles, um, didn't chip in with many goals because he didn't get into the nosebleeds really. But um, he was he was a proper engine for um, for West Ham in, in that that glory season, eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. He kind of do a lot of the dirty work while. Uh, Alan Devonshire and and Co used to make all of it look pretty. Um, yeah, Georgie Paris, great player for me. Yeah, uh, solid, eh? Yeah, yeah. and it's just one of those that you just look at and just go. Again, you look at him on the team sheet, you go, yeah. You, yeah. You'd have him all day long. Even now, you got you just go, yeah. Don't know what position. Yeah, what position does not matter? Obviously, I don't think George mind me saying he didn't have as much flair, but it's similar to a kind of Scott Parker who. Yeah, uh, sure, I get that. Just cover so much ground. Oh, I've left out by the way. I'm the nod. I've, I've left Scott Parker out because that was a tough one. But yeah, George Paris, very similar player. Um, yeah, throwing everything in there, winning balls back, and letting letting the others take take the glory. Um, one of which is in the team that benefit from it. Um, Mark Ward. Oh, Wardy. Probably for me as a kid, as a, a watching West Ham. Probably the most exciting player. Um, I used to love Cotney McAvenny up front. But yeah. I remember as a kid watching West Ham a few times under lights midweek. And when he used to get the ball, there used to be the crowd used to lift up. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was he was superb. He, I don't I, I can't really remember if he had pace or not, but it felt like he did. It felt like he I don't know, just almost electric when he got on the ball. Yeah. I always felt like something was going to happen, and, and I know we were benef- beneficiary of having the two really good centre forwards in. in yeah, it helps. You yeah. see, Frankie Mac, but um, every time we got the ball, it used to it used to watch the chicken chicken run kind of rise up, and people used to stand up, and the, the crowd used to swell, and the roar used to go up. And um, yeah, he was he was probably for me in that generation or that my age growing up the most exciting player mm. I remember in a West Ham shirt because I always. I always felt like something was going to happen when uh, yeah, when he got yeah. the ball. Yeah, and he's like I a terrier, was... wasn't he? He's like a little terrier, you know. I think that's yeah. what Mac called him. I think he called him his little terrier when we interviewed him. Yeah. And um, I, 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 I know. I remember. Obviously, I was a kid then. I don't remember. Yeah. How, I remember him being little. But as I say, I can't remember if he had pace or not. But it felt like he. he it sure. Felt like he was electric when he got the ball. It was like, go on, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. As a kid, it used to. It used to I used to be so excited watching him play Mark Ward. Um, yeah. So yeah, he'd, he'd be in there all day Great for show. me. There's, there's a few I've had to leave out, as I say. I, so midfielder-wise, I think we've been blessed over the years. Yeah. When I'm writing down names, so as I say, I left out Scotty Parker, Trevor Sinclair. Um, I ended up putting in Kevin Nolan. Oh. Now, when he first came to the club, I was never sure of it. I, I kind of thought it was a backward step. Yeah. But... When I look back now at what he did for the club, mm. um, he was superb. He um, mm. again one of those kind of in the darker days that, that dragged us along, and I don't think I ever really, until now, appreciated what he'd done for us as a club. And I think that kind of shows now that he's he's part of the backroom staff mm. And, mm. and 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 really gives a shit even yeah. now, um, and and was a great. A great club captain for quite Brilliant. a few years for us. He was, yeah. Through, through some turbulent times. Um, but he scored goal after goal for us at the crucial times. Yeah. 
a lot of players that played in that in that team with him over the years will, will say how big a player he was for the club and how good he was for the club, uh, bringing everyone together. So, yeah, I, I think I, I probably didn't give him the credit he was due when he was actually a West Ham player. And looking back now, I kind of realise, stepping back from it, how, how big a how pivotal a part he played Definitely. in, in Definitely. getting us back to the top level, really, and yeah. saving us the club, as did, obviously, Sam Allardyce. I mean, he was like one. Of, he was like one of those players, sort of the Robbie Savage type player, who's a bastard, but he's all right if he's your bastard. And and he was like he was annoying. I remember he used to be when he used to come back when he come play for Bolton and Newcastle. You know, he was annoying, Kevin. Though he used to hate him, but when, as soon as he put a claret and blue shirt on, we all fucking loved him. And you know, yeah. and I, I, yeah, I just didn't think. I didn't think when, when we when we brought him in. I think he was one of Allardyce's first signings. Yeah. I didn't think he was like the right player for West Ham, really. Um, yeah. As 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 has been quite, we talk about in Dowie. Yeah. We, we're not going to sign the top Eki on a player. It's not going to happen. No. Uh, it hasn't happened for for years. It's not going to happen overnight now. Um, and you you want the the big signings and the, the, yeah, the big of names. And when he came in, I remember being really deflated, thinking. You know, it's just a sideways move. It's just an, another run of the mill, bog standard, a bit of a grafter. Yeah, Mock yeah. yeah. Kind of goals, but what he actually did um, for us as a club was was massive. And um, I tip me out to him, and I, I I hold my hands up to that one. I never gave him the credit that was due when he played for us. I think he was um, yeah. a, a, a big player um, for us. alongside our current club captain, who again I can't leave out. We, in a daily midfielders, but no, because you can't. Another one probably that uh, personally I thought would kind of possibly drop down when we when we've come back up a couple of times. I never I yeah. didn't if he was good enough to cut it consistently at the top mm. level. Um he'd be in there probably now at my top three um greatest West Ham players that, that I've I've had the pleasure of watching. Sure. Obviously it's a big thing. He's a West Ham boy. It's been mentioned yeah. a million and one times, but I think it runs a bit deeper than that with him. I think you could say you're a West Ham boy and and your family can be West Ham supporters, but it's more than that. He's seen he's seen things through our eyes more than once, and yeah, definitely kind of out about it as much as he can. Obviously, he's yeah. he's, an, he's an employee. Um. He knows when we're shit and he, he's not afraid to say it. And he knows when we're upset, when we've got good reason to be upset. Mm. Um, but his, his performances, I, I, I mean, I, I I think he's punched above his weight, Mark Noble. Oh, definitely. Uh, and I'm, definitely. I'm not sure we would have been able to turn out the performances he has had for us consistently for the last year after year. That he, I don't think he would have done it or been able to do it any other club because of the feeling in the time. I don't think he'd be given the time to be honest because no. no. he's sort of I I I liken him to Doctor Who the way he sort of regenerates himself into a different player every couple yeah. of years it seemed. And I, I, mean, think, I think I think still be great for us this year. I think it, yeah. I think he's still got his to be great play for us this year. Mm. Um, it won't be the part that he wants to have. Um, no. Great touch by Declan Rice the other night as well, putting an armband on him. He didn't need to do that, really. No, he didn't need to do that. It was a nice show of respect. But I, st- I still think Nobles will play a big part of us this yeah. season. Um, I think, I hope that, similar to Kevin Nolan, he'll always have a place at the club because he fully mm. deserves it. 
But yeah, I don't. It, it's a travesty. I know it's a bit blinkered as a West Ham fan, but it's a travesty. He never got um, to play for England. Yeah. In yeah. some sort of capacity, he, de- he deserved. He deserved. Exactly, but it's the same as Billy Bonds, wasn't it? Billy Bonds never played for England as well, you know. And he's just, he's like, you know, Mark Noble's are Billy Bonds, really, of the modern era. And it's just, you know, Charlie plays West Ham. England, England didn't deserve Billy Bonds. No, well, I don't. Do, I mean, almost Republic of Ireland d- deserved Mark Noble before he changed his mind, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was, I yeah don't, but, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It must be a regret somewhere, but I don't think Noble's ever tell you it's ever bothered um, and and more more for them and, and and good to us because we've been able to enjoy him relatively injury free for quite yeah. a long time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, no Dean Ashton with him was it or anything like no. that? But uh, no. yeah, and and it, as you said, having a fan in your team is is something different and it's it's special. It's unique to only a small amount of clubs. I don't, I can't really think to be honest, but not many at all. And um, obviously, you know we talk about memories and obviously the Chelsea, I mean the Chelsea game last year, I've it's like, that's going to be my long lasting memory of Mark Noble because I sat there. He wasn't in the team. He was sat watching it as a fan. And literally I could see him because he was sitting in the disabled area. I think David Martin was two meters away from him and I was watching him and he was watching the game like a fan. And you know, when people go, Oh yeah, I'm a fan and but actually physically watching him, watching a game and he was watching it like you or me would be watching it, yeah. kicking every ball, and when Yama scored that third goal, literally he almost punched a hole in the floor. You know, it's literally like like this. It's amazing, and um, yeah, beautiful man, beautiful man, beautiful club yeah, captain. This it, it, it had the admiration of all of us. I think for for a long time to come, and I think it'll be um, well versed and well written that he's been since the great Billy Bonds. He's, he's probably our our best servant to this club, and. Uh, he deserves he deserves to be around for a long time and to be uh, decorated by the club as well because definitely a superb servant for us yeah, i totally agree all right we're putting nobles mm. in um we're going up front now Jago. yeah the, the obvious one is uh mr decanio you can't Smash, oh so i was gonna say smashy abu sorry okay uh, no, Decanio, yeah close oh, it's close yeah <laughs> that would be a different 11 of mine <laughs> Massey Abu and uh, Alex Bunbury. I'd uh, oh, oh. be a very different, very different eleven. That was a very different, very different period. That was um, <laughs> no a Paolo. I mean, yeah, he was a magician. Um, second only to the brief spell that Mister Pyatt entered into. Um, should never have been at West Ham if he hadn't have pushed over Paul Alcock back oh, in the yeah. day. That's always my thing. Yeah. No way he'd have ever been at our club. It was um, a, a shrewd move by Harry as well yeah. um, to bring him on board. And again, it's one of them a perfect fit. Would would he have he'd have gone elsewhere and got in trouble over something? He come to us, and we loved his his stroppy stroppy days, his down days, his good days. The fact that he wouldn't travel to Walsall on a Tuesday night or Scunthorpe yeah. on a Wednesday night. We all knew what was going on. He had these random nights off because he wouldn't travel where, anywhere where it was minus two up north but i mean as 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 a as a as a footballer on the ball you just didn't know you always felt that when he was in the team even when he was up against it something could happen you could beat you could beat one of the big boys because you had paolo in the team don't get me wrong that team at the time was quite talented that he was in Um, obviously some very good young players that went Mm. on to do very well um some of which I can't say because it sticks in my throat. But 
Um, some very, some very talented players in and around him. I mean, he, he was he was literally a magician. Um, he was, yeah. Make things happen, create things, score goals from from nothing. Um, and another player that kind of on his day would would carry us um, over the line, mm. despite his as I say his. Um, his temperament that could go yes. wrong the other. That's part of him, weren't it? That's part of him. He was like an entertainer. He was yeah. like, you know, nowadays I, I find professional football so sterile. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, obviously, Jack Grealish is a diving little bugger, but he's a cocky little shit and he's a good player and he's like, you know, yeah, maybe he's diving and stuff, but he's got a bit, a bit about him, you know what I mean? No one seems to, like... You know, I don't see some people just so no person. They have a personality on the pitch. Do you know, what I remember John Moncurs and Bishop and Martin Allen and people like that who just like there'd be characters on the pitch and then yeah. there'd be characters off the pitch. And yeah. I think maybe social media and what I don't know. But yeah, I, hashtag, but yeah. I think a lot of it's been reined in now. Um, yeah, by by clubs, you can't be seen to be doing a lot of things. Yeah, uh, totally different generations as well. I mean, true. Yeah, one of my, one of my good mates. Um, was at was at West Ham as a, as, a, as a youngster through through many years, and I've heard many a story about what used to go on in in that era. And yeah, John Moncur was. Uh, oh, we've had them all on here. We've had we've had John. We've had Razor. We've had. They've told yeah, us everything. We know yeah, it all. Razor one. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was a lot of big characters and yeah, a completely different generation. And what they used to get up to, you never even entertain now. They pay too much money nowadays. They're they're. They're, they're um don't get me wrong the, the boys back in the day were pros but these are these are ultimately professional athletes, athletes yeah. now and that's it that's that's the key word yeah um, they they're in a, a generation where they didn't need to be so much yeah um but now now you they're assets these players now and they've got to be well versed well trained and well looked after so mm-hmm. you won't get any of that shenanigans from the the John Moncurs and the Martin Allen of the world, those days are gone. God bless them. I miss yeah, them days. I do miss them days, yeah. you know what I mean? I good generation them. and a golden era, but you won't ever get that back. Yeah, no. I miss them. Even like, I mean, even Trev, you know, even Sinks. I mean, he had some stories when we interviewed him. And, Again, yeah, I, but... I to leave Trevor Sinclair out because I remember him getting into the England squad and uh, oh, fully deserved and being yeah. quality for England as well. Really yeah. good for England. yeah. Um, I struggled to leave him out of the team. He's another midfielder. I think we've been inundated with midfielders. When I actually started writing down the names, I was going to Don't realise, do you? Yeah. Loads. Like, like Fat Frank, who I despise now. But yeah. so many great midfielders we've had. We've been very lucky in that, in that respect. Just a shame we could never string a season all together. <laughs> we never kept them all together. Trouble, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, dear. Right. So we've got Di Who's going to be the last piece of this, this Jacko pie? This, this was a tough one. Yeah. Um, there was two that stuck with me. And as I say, these both quite similar, but and both brought a lot to the club when I step back and look at it. Um, both drive me mad on the terraces numerous times. But yeah. to top up between Bobby Zamora and Marlon Airwood, in the end, I went for Marlon. Um, again, I don't think I gave him the credit he deserved when he was actually playing for us. No. He came up with so many important goals for us. And I've had the pleasure of, like, obviously, Marlon does a lot of work with the club still now. Yep. Um, I've had the pleasure of playing in a few games with him. And the, it kind of, he loves West Ham. Um, mm. It's a good move for him, a good fit for us as a club when he came in. Um, as I say, it's very similar to Bobby. It's, it's a toss-up between the two. Mm. 
I can both, see it. Here. Both, both seem to, both seem to want to play for West Ham and want to be at West Ham. So it was a yeah. toss up between the two. There was, a, there was obviously a few I could have gone for. The, the Dean Ashton was another one who I think could have probably changed our path as a club if he hadn't got injured. I think when he came in, he was quality. John Artson is another, but I just think Marlon kind of. Um, epitomises West Ham really um, as I say it was a good fit and chipped in with loads of goals great temperament always I just always felt like something would happen with him um, especially in that right hand corner like as you said that South Bank you know the Bobby Moore lower that little right hand corner as if when they're attacking um, that I mean that was literally because obviously I was there that was my box so I was and I could that was like Harewood corner I, I called it because he'd always bring the ball into the corner do a little trick and then end up running across the byline every game at least yeah. once or twice again underrated. I don't think I ever gave him the credit he deserves and it's only looking back I see it Moller's always posting goals on his Instagram yeah. day in day out and it's only looking back now I kind of go do you know what done a good job for us good servant yeah. and uh, a, 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 a good a good hammer a good hammer yeah, definitely definitely there's a good no he's a good man when he's not selling cars of course yeah yes yeah, yeah. he's all over the place isn't it ac premier isn't it ac premier ac 13 ac 13 yeah. but no he seems to be all over the fucking place he's like you know every other training ground he's a bless him but busy, um busy he's boy. busy boy good luck to him why not while we while it can keep doing what he's last anyway jacker man it's been it's been lovely chatting to you i've loved it killed it me hour I told Sorry, you, man. honestly, literally, you just like, you don't even realise it's like an hour's gone, but it's because you're talking about West Ham, man, and there's, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it gets, gets the juices flowing, doesn't it? But it's been lovely, mate, and, uh, you know, pleasure. good luck, good luck at the weekend if you get on, if you play. Yeah, cheers, mate, and I'll, uh, I'll see you at the stadium. Yes, we'll be there, hopefully Fingers. soon, hopefully soon. Are you in the ballot? Are you, are you, no, you probably wouldn't no, be in the ballot. No. It, it wasn't worth my, my while, so I've paid, um, I've paid the retainer to keep the seat. Gotcha. Um, we got some good seats there it took us a few years we, we was up in the gods when it got first got around yeah so we're um, we're right next to the away fans we've got a lovely seat over the corner oh lovely oh yeah. brilliant yeah, oh, yeah brilliant block 217 keep an eye out for me 217 217 yeah, 217. yeah. That's yeah it. it's a great little spot as i say me and uh my, my, my old man my sister and my boys the four oh, of us lovely so yeah and it's listen it, as much as i don't get there as often as i would when i go now i'm i'm really missing it I've yeah just, i think everyone is i think it's actually you know season where you could stick it i didn't want to know but nah I'm, I'm desperate to get back there now so i'm looking forward to it but for me it has to be full going go when there's two thousand yeah it's gonna be weird but it's a start in it and it's like i mean it's great for like you know obviously non-league you know the fact that they can have 50 percent or two thousand yeah. or 40, you know yeah, so perfect but um yeah. it's a start man it's a start and as i said yeah. um it's one of those things where I think yeah that, that i know everyone's sort of like you know their views on the stadium but it's horrible what's happened but everyone's dying to get back and so it's gonna so people might you know think what's you know what's obviously people lost lives and and, and had lost jobs and lost money and it's been horrible over the last 10 months or so but um i think everyone be grateful to get back when everyone gets back to london stadium be very emotional i think that first bubbles it will. Everyone it will. Sings. It'd, be nice. it'd be nice it'd be it'd be good for everyone it'll be um it'll feel like we've we've kind of got over one of the final hurdles of getting yeah. back to normality although it'd be weird because we'll be top of the league by then so that'd be we'll be, we'll be champions league by then so it don't matter do yeah it'd be very weird and we'll probably lose to some third some third tier 
uh, yeah. Yeah, Macedonian team in the qualifiers. It's the West Ham way. But anyway, uh, Jacob, it's been lovely. Thank you so much. And obviously, thank you to everyone for uh, watching or listening on podcasts or, or whatever, YouTube, whatever. Give it a like, give it a share. And um, for me and Jacko, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on, your irons. And we'll see Ooh, you again yeah. very, very soon. Come on, your irons. Take care, everyone. Bye. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.